welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, we are back. The air condition is ripping. <laughs> it's ripping. It's rolling. It's ripping. I'm it's checking rolling. my TikTok views per usual. She I'm like, is all right. On, she is on the TikTok. The TikTok fame is increasing. <laughs> I haven't posted in literally months. I haven't posted on Instagram in weeks. <laughs> I am off the social media for the most part. I'm on. <laughs> Becca is on. <laughs> The yin and the yang right now. <laughs> I don't know. I just stopped. Uh, oh, my God. You get on TikTok. Do you go on TikTok? Do you use it as the app? You know, I don't. Sorry, post. I've been talking about this so much. Well, but. I don't post on TikTok, but I love TikTok. <sighs> and I I haven't been on super recently, but I definitely got into like a few month period where my TikTok scrolling was nonstop. Oh, yeah, it's it pulls you in. I was so entertained. I'm addicted to like the content creating for sure. I'm like looking for sounds like constantly. Oh, yeah. Well, now, like, now you're hyper aware of that. I'm just like, I just love the variety of what I get. I like going down the rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. So like yesterday, for instance, I was what page was I on? I was on some page <laughs> And then I saw this guy's comment. So then I click on his page. This is how it always goes. I <laughs> this, mean, this is, is how the it always, with, the rabbit this holes is, always This start. is how it is with like any social it's media. It's so grateful, relatable when all of a sudden you're like, wow, that was a, an asshole comment or an amazing comment. And you click on the person. And then all of a sudden you're like 12 friends deep of theirs and you know everything about their life. Yeah. Th- this, it was like this guy. I clicked on him and then like hell on his page. He was like this older gentleman with all these inspirational quotes And then (laughs) I like click on his favorites because it's not hidden. And it was just hilarious. Like there was this woman with like these thick, like really thick thighs. who was like showing her feet dangling in the pool and like her thick thighs at her office desk. And then then I'm I'm looking at the guy's comments who are like, I've never seen such beautiful legs, baby. Like whatever, (laughs) whatever, like commenting that. And then I'm clicking on theirs. Then go like it was just, you know, and then you click on him and it's like grandfather. And then like he's making weird TikToks. Gray and I were just crying laughing it was really fun it is so entertaining but then also tiktok will bring up dark shit on my page for them they'll like block a video of frank tripping yeah and then they'll be like here's how creeps are using your photos children your children's photos online and i'm like not interested oh no i don't need to be scarred tonight at 11 p.m just trying to enjoy my evening i went down you know when i was processing through (sighs) the potential haunting of our home i went down a whole like rabbit trail of hauntings on tiktok scared the living shit out of me and i had to then start start like spending my time on other things because then my whole tiktok feed (laughs) At nighttime, when I would try to scroll, was just producing pure terror. I know. Pure terror. The, the algorithm. It's wild. It's crazy. Okay. Whoops. Today, we are going to be um, doctors again. We were doctors on Thursday, in case you tuned in. <laughs> Bachelor doctors. Bachelor doctors. <laughs> Today, we're going to be therapists. Professional, Bet you guys apparently. didn't know that in about a week, we actually got our our masters we, um, we really clinical psychology. We really expedited it, and it was now we're therapists. That you didn't know. ASU online, baby. One week. It's, uh, oh, oh, wait, no, what? Grand Canyon University. Yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, I didn't even do that. I just paid a hefty price <laughs> to get a, a fake um, 
you know, kind of like Lori Laughlin. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, <laughs> you're and then like, now I'm a therapist. You're like, I paid some money, I got into Yale, and now I am. And now a I'm a therapist, clinical psychologist. It's all good. It was only a week or two, and I'm, some cash. My my parents are finally proud. This is great. I'm loving it. How much do you think? I bet you could do that if you were really wealthy. Like, how crazy would it be if you're just like, I'm just going to be a doctor so I can I can prescribe myself things? Well, it's like, did you know doctors can just write themselves a prescription? Oh, really? Yes. Like, a f- I, don't, I don't need to out anyone, but a friend the other day was like complaining about nothing crazy, like a, having a rash. Right. And then one of their doctor friends was like, oh, that's probably like a, like a skin staph infection. And he was like, you know what? I'll just write myself a prescription right now and go to the pharmacy and pick it up for you. It's like three bucks. So he wrote himself a prescription. I mean, you're obviously not supposed to do this, but it was, <laughs> it was like, like it but it was feels... just like, you know, it was just a skin cream yeah, steroid. It was obviously not that salacious. big. Of a, yeah, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. Like in the scheme of things, mm-hmm. obviously not supposed to do that. But um, but yeah, and just wrote himself a prescription and then went to the pharmacy and picked it up. Dang. The power. The absolute power. <laughs> well, I mean, it's oh. like um, I always wonder when the celebrities get their like honorary doctorates or their oh right or then they what is that a thing i what, what's, what maybe i'm very wrong what's but like whenever you doctorate? see the whenever you see like celebrities giving a big speech at like a, a huge graduation from some lofty school they always are like receiving an honorary doctorate what the fuck is that about and i what is mine? i could be very wrong but i don't think that you the, the, they're not doing the class at least not most yeah of them. honorary doctorate okay what am yeah. i an honorary airplane pilot <laughs> like that doesn't mean shit honorary i'm sure it's like they give them their honorary doctorate in some form of like acting or whatever because they're like oh you've accomplished all this so well, we're gonna give you I a doctorate be an honorary doctorate in podcasting yeah what or about self-diagnosis that? <laughs> I'm that an makes honorary. Me mad. That's so stupid. <laughs> I have bullshit. an honorary. I, I could be wrong, but I'm I'm 99 sure. Like I have my honorary doctorate in Wikipedia. I'm an honorary attorney mm-hmm. after the Johnny Depp trial. Basically, definitely not. <laughs> Guess what? My Botox is like all worn off now because last time I got it, it was in January. I am, you know, you never know what you got until it's gone, right? And now is I'm it, just like, is it bugging you? No, I'm. Oh, you're living for it now. I'm literally like. What? Who? <laughs> whenever, huh? whenever someone's asking you a question, like the like, amount I was of expression, literally, like what? Yeah. The hell? <laughs> it's like the Grinch. I didn't know how much I missed my expression until it was gone. Like I was literally like looking at. I was like on the phone. You ever, you ever on the phone with someone? And you're like looking your looking at yourself in the mirror oh, while you're talking. Of course. To them? So I was like literally like I don't know about that. Like on the phone, I'm like looking at myself in the mirror, scrunching my eyebrows together, like, and I was mm-hmm. just like an expressive queen. <laughs> anyway. Do you do you cry when you look in the mirror, or when you're crying? Do you look in the mirror? I actually don't, mm-hmm. and I. Do you take videos and photos of yourself too? No, I do not take videos and photos of myself. <laughs> that I do not do. I saw a TikTok yesterday. Have you seen that that um that uh the, the the trending sound where it's like don't it's the Taylor Swift song where it's like don't close or just close your eyes. Oh yeah. So there was this one where it's like when he's going through your phone and he sees videos of you screaming and clawing your hair out. <laughs> Do you take videos or something? No. I will if I'm recording like an Instagram 
uh, story in an ad and you just start crying. I just start bawling. <laughs> you like talking about like, Thrive I love Market. It so much. No, but I'm like, if I am talking about something emotional yeah. and I start crying in the Instagram story. Oh, that's different. No, I almost always, I either, I've posted a few, but I've, I almost always will delete and retake because I feel so uncomfortable <laughs> with the idea of like getting, of people being like, nice fake tears bitch like that always so like no i do not take photos and videos i wish i've started recording i wish when i was that crying. fucking free i wish i was so free and like self-loving that i would, would film myself crying and like take photos and be like yes you fucking sit in your emotions girl i think like, you I've, I've taken them. a couple photos here and there because i'm just like oh this is interesting i'm gonna capture this moment I, I think i've even posted a couple once or twice before and i've definitely been crying and then i've started videoing something because i'm just like this makes me the injustice of this <laughs> but if i'm like generally if i'm crying or something if i look in the mirror or it look in a video i actually kind of like snap out of it it, it really like oh, okay. actually I, I'm just it a performer. I'm just like, like I'm just like, oh, hello world. Time to take the stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think so when I look in the mirror, so it just kind of kills the vibe. It's like all of a sudden, it's like I'm not alone anymore. I'm with me. If I look in the mirror, you'll cry harder. I cry harder, which is why I like looking in the mirror because when I'm on a roll. And you know how I've talked to you before about how I'm like, yeah, I'm actually not a huge like crier in general. Uh -huh. Well. After I said that, the universe went, gah, gah, and I have been a waterfall, a waterfall, like to an embarrassing point where I don't know, think you're like a crier crier, but I think the, I think you're above average amount of crying. Now I am yeah. maybe, but not before, like all of a sudden things will hit me and I'll tear up. But like, I, I never used to cry when I was alone. Uh. Like I wouldn't, if I'm having a conversation and something kind of stirs. Oh, Got it. But You're I am a not lone crier. No, or I'm not the type of person too who's like in, when Evan and I are having a conversation that I'm like, you know, Evan wouldn't say like, oh, that's she interesting. Cries a lot. Mm -hmm. So I like don't cry. I don't cry very much. Like, you know, like I don't cry that much on the podcast unless I'm like talking about something really emotional. But like, I'll cry. I'll cry. And I don't really cry much with friends. I'll cry a lot if I'm in an argument for sure with like sure. a boyfriend argument. Um, and I'll cry talking to family a decent amount. Okay. Too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's when I don't normally really? cry. I've noticed that when I'm around a lot of people, that's when all of a sudden, and even like on the podcast, like aware that there's people listening it's almost this like when I'm feeling a lot of emotion, it's almost like a little kid nervous reaction where I'll start crying. Oh, interesting. Versus when I'm just like kind of one on one talking to That's like Evan or family and I'm like feeling really passionate about something. But I've been crying nonstop. You know, we talked about in the last episode, all I've been watching recently is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's uh -huh. the only thing that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Um I told that to Evan. He's like, what about me? I was like, eh. Well, <laughs> well sometimes. Husband, child. You know, it, it can be tough. It's iffy. It, th this always <laughs> brings me joy. Uh, this it's a constant. Yeah. It's a constant for me. But that's, this is, RuPaul's Drag Race is one example of, I have been 
violently crying through every episode mm. and then listening to then the tracks that the queens are putting out while I'm driving, uh-huh. sobbing uh-huh. through the verses. These are all happy <laughs> verses, right? Just like kind of bubblegum fun. Like, They're killing it. They're killing no, it. No, I'm literally just weeping when I'll watch someone do a good job in a lip sync or a performance because I'm like, they are so talented. They have gone through so much struggle to get here and now they are fulfilling their dream and watching people right now fulfilling their dream i am a mess and are you pregnant right now i don't think so <laughs> i am on my period and is there a significant hormonal shift happening right I now genuinely i it felt like it because yeah. i'm just like dude i am a disaster it's uncontrollable it's about everything every commercial all of a sudden like oh, commercial com- with like some guy graduating from college i'm sobbing this man isn't real <laughs> He's an, a- he's an actor and he's getting the his nerd, diploma, the but I'm just like, in. he is like, he did it. Like, and he like, went through all those, all those, you know, those, those hours of, of just research when all his friends are out partying and he pushed through and now he gets to do it. Like, I mean, I'm a mess. Beautiful. I'm Beautiful. a mess. Yeah. Well, you did have the, I was actually just thinking about the quote, the person or not the quote, but the person told you at a uh, drag con. I was kind of thinking about that and like thinking about like this idea of like accomplishment and like doing what you set out to do and all that kind of thing. Yes. A psychic pulled me aside at DragCon, like a 10th generation. It was wild. And Did they say that? Did they, were they just like, I'm a 10th generation No, no. Psychic. I ended up hearing it out of the corner of my ear after I was walking away because someone came up to her and they're like, oh, how long have you been doing this? And she's like, oh, it's like 10th generation. Like, and now my daughter's doing it as well. And her daughter was there. 10th generation. I don't buy it. Hundreds of years. How do you even... I don't even know what my great-great-grandma's name is. I sat... I mean, I think I do. I sat my grandma down a few days ago with my notes app yeah. open, <sighs> and I was like, tell me all the names you remember of everyone. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I remember my, my aunt trying to put together a family tree on my dad's side, and it was just like... Not even knowing the fucking names. I had I had no idea. Like my I was I I didn't know like what my my I had no idea what my grandma's uh what my what my nana my grandma's dad's name was. Well, it's really difficult too when you have when you're coming from lines of immigrants too, right? Yeah. Cuz like all your family is yeah, it was the same with same with mine and like that makes it even more difficult. For my mom's side that's been in the US for like a few generations, it makes it easier. Oh, so 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 wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. We we're talking about the 10th generation psychic. Oh, 10th generation psychic. Yeah. So she she came up to me kind of out of nowhere and basically kind of like grabbed my hand and looked me in the eyes and was just like, she told you some shit. She told me some shit. And she was just like, you need to release. You need to do what you want to do Mm. and not let anyone's, you know, family, friends, assumed opinion about what you need to pursue. Like you need to do what you need to do. And Ooh, you need you to you actually didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Aspect just of like it. you need to lift any of that, any of those expectations or burdens and you need to pursue. So maybe that's part of what see it these is eyebrows. Too. See how high up they I are. See how, I see that expression. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. And she, yeah, she said some other things. So you're just me. walking by me. I was walking by oh, and I wish that happened to me every day. <laughs> I know. I wish to, oh, right? Jealous. I, yeah. I walked by an Ember, she had crystals and Ember, you know, wanted to look at the crystals. Yeah. And so when Ember was talking to her daughter and they were just the sweetest people, they were like giving Ember crystals that I'm like, no, no, let me buy them. And they're like, no, let her have them. Please, let us give them to her. Yeah, they're like, let us give them. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And then the mom was just like, 
I need to, I need to tell here. you something. And I was like, we gave her the crystals to get to you. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, you have a heaviness right mm. now and you need to. And I, and I did, mm. there was a lot of shit going on and I mm. was just like, and she read it all over me. Mm. Even with the Botox, she could tell. <laughs> your brow is furrowed inside in your heart. Your brow is furrowed in your heart. I can see I can through see it. Past it. <laughs> I can see past the injections. Listen, that's why I like the Botox because... It's a mask. If you've known me before the Botox, I am so blatantly obvious. Oh my God, that's how both my mom and I... My mom's really like that too. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like to, I like to be mysterious. I don't want everyone to always know what I'm thinking. Like, well, my, and I don't realize that I'm doing a certain facial expression when someone's talking. Well, my mom, even if she, you know, if she had the Botox, she still does this thing. Like, you know, what? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> a whole body reaction yeah, to like, anything you say. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's like, it's, it's got sorry, the mom. Whole, the whole read. Oh my God. Okay, broads, quick pause. So, birth control. Okay. It's one of those things, hopefully that you figure out one time. And then every month after that, it's basically on autopilot. But personally, as a woman who's been on birth control for many years in my life, I know that can be somewhat of a dream scenario. But in this day and age, birth control shouldn't be and doesn't have to be difficult as long as you're using favor. The service that um, we all knew and loved uh, as the Pill Club, it's now called Favor. So with over 4,000 five-star reviews, Favor carries over 120 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. And most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $6.99 per pack without insurance. And Favor delivers your birth control right to your door for free in discreet packaging along with other self-care extras. Seriously, all you need is five minutes, five minutes to sign up, select your birth control, and before you know it, it will arrive at your door. You don't have to go see your doctor or stand in line at the pharmacy. Favor takes care of all the details, but it's also nice to know that if you do have questions down the road, their licensed medical team is just a quick text away to walk you through everything. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash chatty, Favor is offering a donation to bedsider.org for every Chatty Broads listener who becomes a member. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control. That's H-E-Y-F-A-V-O-R dot com slash chatty to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, that's heyfavor.com slash chatty. You got to use the link to make a donation. So if you're a regular Chatty Broads listener, then you probably already know we've got a secret weapon in the kitchen that makes our lives so much easier, and that is the meal delivery service Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well super simple with plans and meals and options that fit every lifestyle, whether you're paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or you just really want to eat great meals. Green Chef has tons of options to help you out. So each week, the team at Green Chef introduces 24 new recipes for you to choose from. And now you can even mix and match meal types. So if you eat keto, but your partner eats vegan and you have a kid that's gluten-free, you can pick a new meal every night that works for everyone in your family. And then Green Chef will deliver the fresh ingredients like seasonal produce, premium proteins, and simple recipe cards. Guess what? The hard part's already done for you. All ingredients are pre-portioned and some are partially prepared. So all you need to do is spend a few minutes putting the meal together and then you can enjoy as a family. So the first time I had a Green Chef meal, I was legitimately in shock. It tasted like something you would get from a restaurant and took less than 25 minutes to prepare. If I didn't make it myself, I would think it was too good to be true. 
The favorite meal in our house right now is the steak butternut squash salad. Oh my God, we order it every single time it's on the menu. It's the perfect meal on a summer night, ready in minutes, super delicious, and hardly any dishes to clean up afterwards. Sounds good to me. Go to greenchef.com slash chatty135 and use code chatty135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. That is a ton of savings. Greenchef.com slash chatty135 and use code chatty135 to get $135 off plus free shipping on your first box. I really want to find a, this is an aside. We're going off a little tangent. We're going to give some advice today. Cause like I said, we are, we have our honorary doctorates in clinical. I have yes, mine in do. clinical psychology. What's yours in? Just your therapist. You're I'm just a like therapist. a licensed family therapist. I am a, uh, metaphysicist. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a nutritionist. Do you even know what that means? A metaphysicist? No. Me neither. <laughs> That's why I asked. No, I do I not, really but don't I know can what metaphi- do it. Metaphysics are. <laughs> Um, I really want to find some way I've been having like a reality TV itch lately. I think I'm jealous of Ari and now also Blake. Yeah. Um, horseman with all star, uh, all star Island, fuck boy, whatever the fuck that show's called. Mm-hmm. All star Island. Is that what it is? Just all star Island. Something. I want to go on a reality show. I don't want to go on The Bachelor or like 90 Day Fiance. I mean, those probably aren't the shows for me right now where I'm at in my life. I mean, likely, probably not. But I guess probably Greg could always, you know. <laughs> sn- sn- he could, yeah. Likely not, but you could always hide him. Stage something. Yeah. Some tragic accident or something. Sure. And then, yeah. So I don't want to do something like that. I want to do a com- I'm jealous of Ari's. I want to do a co- wait is All Star Island like that too or whatever? Is that like yeah, a, com- a money competition, competition show? Yeah, okay, I, I want to go so. on something like that. I want to try to win something. Mm-hmm. I'm well, ready. you are and you are very competitive. <sighs> I'm really competitive and I also keep thinking back to filming The Bachelor. Granted, like years I think gloss of romanticize everything, but like I got the 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 experience of being fully immersed like in the filming of this show with like all your rights stripped away from you. <laughs> You have no freedom. Um, yeah, no, but I don't know. This like all encompassing, like immersive yeah. experience. And like, it's just so you meet so many people. Mm-hmm. Everything is so different. It's intoxicating. And I and I did like even after coming off the show, I did like I mean, I would never look back on it and be like, it was fun. But it was like. It was a huge experience. It was an experience. I was alive. Do you know what I realized we didn't do? And I'm so sorry, broads. And we have to do this next week. Our Squid Game audition tapes. I know. And trust me, I knew we hadn't done it and I didn't bring it up. I I completely forgot. I didn't forget. I remembered. Well, you want to get on a game show. I know. I don't know if I want to do Squid Game. Well, I say if you're going to go for it, just dive in the deep end. You know, maybe they'll take my casting tape and use it for another show. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I should just use the same casting tape. I'll just film like seven of them and submit them Girl, you know I've I've tried. I mean, I, I tried once with the circle. I mean, you got pretty far. So that means if you try like t- 10 different shows, it's just another thing. But, you know, I know maybe I'll do it. I say, why not? You don't have to audition. What shows should I audition for? Everything. All of it. Survivor. I want to go I've on Big Brother. Survivor or okay, Big well, you got to start binging. Do I have to? If I get sure. cast, I can binge if I get cast, right? True. Can't I just still like do a casting I think tape? I don't even think you have to do it. Like you, you probably just know the right people to put you in contact with casting. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who to contact. Tell me, bitch. Tell me. I'd like to know. Uh, 
But anyway, I want to find a way to get my parents on a reality TV show because Your parents, yeah, with me because they're not going to audition for something on their own. But they're just like I realized it the other day. Like both my parents are total performers. Like they both, whenever I'm like, like the other day I did an ad and I told my mom like, whenever you ask, if you ask them something in advance, they're mm-hmm. like, no. But if you like call them for the podcast on the blue or like tell them to film something on Instagram real quick, they're always like, no, no, no. And then you I like break out the and camera they and they're like, full performance. Hello. Like, Hi, it's me. Like we called my mom <laughs> multiple times, like for different podcasts of like me and Gray and then on this show. And she's always like, oh, my God. Like, OK, like, well, here, <laughs> let me like, let me talk. I wasn't ready, but let me, let me talk. Well, we can talk for as long as you want. And then you she know, has like, like a perfectly put answer. Uh, yeah, well, I like, did it out of the other day and. <laughs> gray gray tried acting for like a few years i'm sorry gray i think he's a subjective i don't think he's a good actor <laughs> whenever i do ads with him he's always like i love this shirt this is my favorite shirt and i'm like oh my god and then i have really, my gray, mom we know that it's a family biz we know you look like an actor but it's just that's where it ends <laughs> that's where the buck stops here literally the bucks are gonna stop if you keep acting like this so then my mom on the other hand i'm like mom say this and she's like okay okay i'm ready and she's just like casually eating her cheeses and she's like can you believe it like da 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 like just like, totally I was like one take wonder let's go baby so I just actually when I did this ad with her when I was in town last time I clicked I was like they're performers like I'm we, they were oh, supposed you should we were robbed they were you could have been we the were supposed to be on hometowns oh I know even though they you said they wouldn't have done it right wasn't your dad my like, dad no way? Yeah, my dad said he wouldn't. Yeah, I really do think he would have held to that. Maybe. But then I would have been like, here's where he works. Let's show up at his office. And he would <laughs> have like, bombarded yeah, him. Yeah, he wouldn't have like ran away. The camera crew know? was just busting like, into his office. Give me his address. You're chasing him with the camera. <laughs> He's just like. Colton fence jump. Like, we just need He's one just, statement. jumping over the cubicles, like knocking shit over on the desks. Just absolutely trashing the place. That we would be amazing. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I want to be on a competition show. Casting directors, reach out to me. Tell me real quick, what shows should I audition for? Like, I genuinely feel like you need to get your agency on whatever new shows are up and coming. Okay, that's good. So that that's you can good. hop Call on. Survivor's old. Because the fact of the matter is this: the number, like the first seasons of any new Netflix reality show, pops off. True. Once it hits season two, three, people yeah. start to lose interest. The first like the season. The circle's over now. The circle's over now. Love is Blind is like starting to. Like, they did not, the first seasons go off. Too Hot to Handle went off first season. So you need to get your agents on I getting you. I just have a manager. Well, I'll be your agent. Okay. You got to be on the day one. Yeah, you're right. You have to. And then right. there's not going to be people scrambling trying to fight for it as much. Well, we've talked about going to the Amazing Race, but no one even watches the Amazing Race anymore. Plus, my friend said it's rigged. Well, that's... I mean, I hope that it's rigged because if we ever go on, like, I just want them to get us to rig win. Please for, rig in it. In our favor. Please throw me in the cab <laughs> so that I don't have to do all the running. Please, for the love of God, rig no, they're it. they're going to for sure, like, in England, get a scene of, like, you on the horse and buggy cart, you know, and some guy's like, yeah, and you're like... That's my thing, is I'm like, like, cheerio, I pip, will, pip, cheerio. Like, Amazing Race, I will be the bougiest, most annoying bitch ever, mm. and, like, let me be the, let me be the contestant that gets away with everything like and you know lies to all the other contestants like yeah i also 
like did that crazy hike into that wild maze while I was at the bar and then taking a cab. Amazing. And making out with someone because why not? Amazing. You know, a scandal, a cheating scandal. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sure. I love it. Okay. Advice. Let's dive into some broad advice. It would be fun if we could be consultants for people's like auditions. I would love that. This is these are some of the the jobs that I would love in my future. Yeah, you know when like I'm older. Well, casting you could go into casting. I would love to get into casting when it's like you're older. I'm not you even get you know, into casting. I don't know, but you're like you're not doing. You know, I'm no no one's listening to a podcast anymore when I'm like 45. But I still need to work. I still need to make that money. I'm like, okay, these are the types of you need things. Purpose, right? Casting. How does someone get into casting? Like, how do you prove that you're good at casting? I guess you probably can't prove. You have to have. There has to be trial and error in it. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. There are some movies and shows where I'm like, who the, I guarantee I could do better casting. Out of the however many audition tapes, this is the motherfucker that These you chose? These are the people that you're choosing? Embarrassing. Okay, continue. You would be so good at casting. I would be good at casting? Yeah. That'd be fun. It'd be so much fun. I'd be evil. I'd be like, you're terrible. Lave. <sighs> I'd be like, just cast me for it. Okay. Broads, it is time for some questions. I think most of them are going to be audio. So are you wanting to, to dive in? Yes, I want audio. Okay. So first first one, therapy hats on. Hi, broads. Um, my name is Abby. I am 28. I am from Columbus, Ohio. Um, question. So I live right behind a bar. And so I'm there all the time, naturally. What is that? And about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, did you say I live by Nabar? What is that? She said I live right behind a bar. Okay. <laughs> I I, th- I heard right by Nabar. I think like, I heard right some... behind a bar. Okay, it probably is that. Go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, though. No, about I to think find you're out. right. I think you're right. So I met, yeah. and about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I met a guy there, and I was watching a hockey game there, and this guy sat down next to me and was like, hey, are they playing this? That literally was the hockey game we were watching. And I was like, yeah, they are. So we started talking and there was definitely like a vibe there. And I thought really hard about like doing something really slick and writing my number on his receipt or something. But I chickened out and there was definitely like a spark. And, you know, we whatever. I felt like we really hit it off, but I never got his phone number I did get his name and he told me his job so it was really easy to find (laughs) who he was because he works for the soccer team here in town like the MLS team the crew technically their reserve team but whatever so I could find (laughs) him on the internet in general I cannot find any contact information for him at all what about socials the only thing that I've been able to find, like, can't find him on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, anything. The only thing I've been able to find is his LinkedIn. <laughs> it's, like, been two weeks or something. But he was so cute and so nice. And like I said, there was definitely a vibe. So is it the creepiest thing on earth if I message him on LinkedIn? And if yes... Is there any other way to, like, find him in the world? Like, I just, I feel so sad that, like, we maybe will never talk again. I don't know. So um, let me know what you would do in this situation. 
love this question, okay. by the way. Okay. Okay. Give okay. us give us your thoughts. Okay. Two things. One, I mean, I think if you emailed or messaged his link, oh, can you only message the LinkedIn? Like, doesn't have his email on it? I guess that's how LinkedIn works. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's a little weird, but yeah, I mean, just message and be like, "This is so weird," but like, I couldn't stop thinking about you after we met. I know this is like super strange, but I was just trying to find like your Instagram or something to message you. This is all I could find, but I didn't, you know, I I I would hate to like miss out on the chance to like if maybe you felt a spark too yes. to like meet up again. Yes. Like, I think that's all you have to say. Also, it's like what happens worst case scenario. He sees your LinkedIn message and is like, wow, this is really you weird. Never, yes. And then he doesn't Let's contact see, you or you never see him again. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> if you have a flair for the dramatic, we love the dramatic. Okay. Here's my thought. Tell me if it was yours. Okay. I was thinking if you know what soccer team he works for. Okay. Or whatever mm-hmm. draft team, whatever. Sounds like she does. Okay. Two things. One, you could maybe show up at one of the games. That's weird. That's a little weird. That's maybe too much. That's too strong. You'd probably have to get in the front row. But. And then yell at him. If, <laughs> He's throwing stuff at him. Be like, hey, hey. I'm like, oh my God. Hoping, you're, I'm yeah, here. You're here. Just weird. Fall into him by accident. Run. You know what? She should streak. There we go. And be like, oh my God, there's a naked woman running through the field. And then once they arrest her, she can be like, Hey. <laughs> This is my other thing. Okay. Because this is the other thing about... This is my other idea. You could also, like, if you are on his LinkedIn and you can see where he works now, like, you already know where he works. Mm -hmm. You could see where he works. Like, I also feel like you could just be, like, email the office. I don't know. Maybe that's too... ah, This is a little stalkery. But, like, I mean, you could literally say... Like, hey, I just remembered your name and like and like your first name and like where are you, you know, where you worked or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just wanted to like know if you would want to go on a they date. Also it's weird, have but I've been thinking of you. On Craigslist, uh, missed connections. Here's what you can do. <laughs> you could post on missed connections and be like two weeks, though. He's yeah. probably not checking it like two weeks later. Well, no, he's not going to probably check it. But someone else. Well, he wasn't with anybody Here's else. what you're going to do. You're going to bind your chest. You're going to shave your head. You are going to practice up on your soccer techniques. And you are, she's the man style. You will be auditioning for the draft soccer team. Yes. I think that means you're going to have to get really good, though. So you're training night and day. And you better hope that he's coaching or doing the the tryouts. You better hope he doesn't miss anything. Okay. And and if he does, well, then, you know, you you took it far, but you are committed. Yeah. My idea is a little more subtle, but... I think I like yours better with the whole shaving Why of the head and trying to join. Why does she go back to, to the bar every day? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I legitimately, yeah. I'm like, first of all, you can you can send uh, send them the LinkedIn message. Worst case scenario, he thinks that's weird and won't respond. If I was super into this person, I would just go back to the bar a bunch and just think if we're supposed to meet, the universe will allow this to happen. You could also put a, you could also put up uh, if they let you, you could put a poster on the back, be like be on the front of the door or on the on the telephone pole, like hey, but and probably people wouldn't fuck with it. They'd probably love it. They'd be like if you put like whatever. Let's say his name's Pablo. Hey, Pablo, like I can't like the like I'm the girl with the blonde hair. Like can't stop thinking about you. Have no way to how to get a hold of you. But if you see this, like call me. Fully print up his photo from. <laughs> 
this wanted and do wanted. a wanted thing all around you, the bar. You find like a template on the internet of like a wanted poster, you know, and you just, just plug like his one photo of those old it. saloon ones, on his like LinkedIn. An old yeah, and you put his LinkedIn photo uh-huh. on one of those just saloon templates, and, just, and I'm sure you'll find him pretty quickly. You put him just on every one of the male bathroom stalls. Love that he doesn't have social media. Big fan of the fact that actually, he doesn't have a Facebook and Instagram. How? Okay, that's actually kind of hilarious. Like, I would never have the balls to do it. I don't <laughs> no. think. But imagine how awesome it would be if, like, add, like, obviously not all around the bar, but imagine if there's a poster or two outside the, like, a little printed out one, you know, Kinko's style. Oh, and it was, like, a wanted template with, like. It would be hilarious. With, like, a sketch drawing, and it was, like, wanted, like, Jess, the girl that I met at the bar on like that Tuesday night. Like a horrible artist rendering of it. And it was, like, what, how would you feel, though, if it was, like, a guy that you kind of had chemistry with and it was, like, wanted, like, girl I met at the bar, like, with cute, short, black hair, like, Jess, I can't stop thinking about if you. Call I me liked him yeah. i would be like that's the cutest that's funniest the most romantic thing, thing that's i've ever, ever happened seen. in my life <laughs> if i wasn't vibing on him i would call the police <laughs> so it's that's that's why it's a big it's a big choice i would say go to the bar occasionally and hope you bump into him. not the wanted poster for the flair of for the Here's what you gotta do quit your job and start working at the bar better idea <laughs> Even better. Better idea. Go straight to the source. Yeah, because then you know that you're not going to miss him. Yeah. Because, you know, you're spending your money, you're going to the bar every night. Ask the bartenders if you can laminate a photo of him and put him under the bar, like when people get banned from the bar. Yeah. But then if they see him, the laminated photo, they see him in the bar, they say, hey, that girl was asking about you. I was going to say, what about, okay, so you take the less wildly intense step <laughs> and you ask the bartenders hey and describe him oh, yeah. or show them show his photo yeah. and say hey this guy i had a really good connection with him and i thought he was super cute if he comes in the bar um here's my picture and or my name and my phone number would you give it to him if, if i'm he's in interested? a customer service thing i would be like Yes, 100%. <laughs> 1,000. I but think it's a little it. complicated if she has like a, yeah, I know. What's better? I'm like, but see. like, but like if, if, if let's just say it's like, I don't know what the size of this bar is, but let's, we, it could be a very small bar. Yeah. And it could be one of these things that it's like the local town bar and it's small. And you're like, if I was a bartender yes. and a, and a woman was like, Hey, I was vibing with this guy. You see his photo. If you happen to see him. Could you could you tell him that I am kind of interested in getting to know him more? I had a really nice time yeah. and give him my number. If I was the bartender, I'd be like, I am so living romantic. for this. Yes. This is making my job more yes. exciting. Yes. It's not yeah. a, and if you don't and if the bartender doesn't want to do it, then they just don't yeah, do whatever. it. Whatever. Yeah. But you might as well try. All right. Might as well. Yeah. Or just post up there, do all your work at the bar. Now it's two PM. Don't <laughs> doesn't matter. Two PM on a Tuesday, don't doesn't matter. You're gonna do your work at the doesn't bar. Doesn't matter. All day and all night, baby. But if there's hockey games like, just go back to the bar when there's hockey games. Are you a <laughs> detective genius? Am I a clinical psychologist? Are you a I doctor? Am. Yes. Oh, my God. Just go back to the bar when yes. there's hockey games. And, and if he likes you, he might be doing the same well, thing. Well, here's the problem. Uh, you know, hockey is over now. Fuck, really? But you know he likes soccer. Is it? How do you, you know hockey's over? Yeah. yeah, I guess Evan keeps they, up with it. They just had the uh, Stanley Cup. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, right. You know he likes soccer. So you can go during a soccer game or even another sports. Obviously, he's into sports. So just go when there's another big game. I mean, if you really also just like message him on LinkedIn. That's not even that weird. Nah, even though I doubt he'll see it. I would never see him. That's what I'm saying. That's actually what I'm thinking. And then if my only issue with it is if he doesn't see it and then you do a second thing 
then that almost seems like too much, right? So I say do bit. the second thing I first. Would, I would do the more the I, I I don't know many people who check their LinkedIn. No, so they I spam think you with messages, so you unsubscribe immediately anyway. It's more likely emails. that you could organically run back into him at the bar. So I say go to the bar. I do feel like though, like if you know where he works, like I feel like you could probably find his work email fairly easily. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if that you can does, find the office, it like, does feel a little more invasive though. I would be a little bit like, I mean, if I liked somebody, but I wouldn't I mean, if care. You say, but again, if you just say like, hey, I know this is really creepy, but it's not every day that you meet someone you vibe with. And so I just thought yeah. that I'd shoot my shot. Like, I, I really couldn't stop thinking Might about it after well. like three weeks. So. Might as well. This could be your future love story. I mean, also, it's you got to remember, Jess, it's also different men and women versus a man doing this to a woman. True. With a guy, he might be like, oh, creepy, but doesn't actually feel threatened. Right. He's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. with a woman, you're actually like, am I, is my safety true? Threatened? True. 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 Like men don't think in the same way. Right. I feel like if Gray got an email from a cute girl, he might be like, how the fuck did you find my email? <laughs> like, whoa. First of all, <laughs> if, but, if I was if I was the guy and I got an email, I'd be like, well, I guess I can never date this girl because clearly she's a detective she's a and I'm going to get fucked if yeah. I ever cheat on her. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hmm. You got Shoot options. your shot. Shoot your shot. I think best case is hang out at the bar. Yeah, I think that's the best. <laughs> I really do. And I, and I would be hesitant to send the LinkedIn message unless, unless you see the, unless you can see that he's active on I it will, frequently. I will say this. I know two who had somewhat similar situations where they met a person organically out didn't exchange numbers we went back to the bar the person was there oh my god. and now they're in a relationship oh my god this is how alcoholics find love <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it wasn't the JK. next day okay <laughs> but but that genuinely wild, though. i was not with one of the people but with the other person i was with them and they've been in a relationship for 2 years and they bumped into each other like a couple weeks or like a month later wow. and it was like oh my god hi wow and it was and they're dating cool so gives you hope do it girl you know what i mean love it okay broads one more quick pause so it seems like this past year you can't go on social media or read a blog or listen to a podcast without hearing about prebiotics probiotics and gut health so important right um, but there's a whole lot of information out there and as with most things it's not all good i've seen some wild products online that claim certain things and are supposed to be great probiotics for healing your gut, but you know, don't really work. But we have an answer for you. We have the product. Yes. Instead of leaving your gut health up to random corners of the internet, put it in the hands of the professionals at Seed. Seed has created a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. It's the real deal. I've tried a few probiotics before. Honestly, I did not notice a difference at all. A lot of pill probiotics pill probiotics are just, they are not effective. Then I tried seed. I noticed a huge improvement in bloating, energy levels in just a few days. And of course, there's a reason for it. Seed is formulated inside a proprietary capsule, which assures that the probiotics are protected all the way to the colon. Other brands don't have this. That means the good bacteria never actually makes it all the way through your GI tract. Uh, it all makes sense. And the benefits of a daily probiotic goes even so much further than bloating and energy levels. It can also support healthy skin. It can help support a healthy heart. And of course, it can protect and heal your gut barrier. I have been using seed for, my goodness, maybe about two years now. And the positive effects from seed truly are incredible, specifically with my digestion. I'll leave it at that. 
and I will be a forever fan of Seed. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash chatty. Use code chatty. All right, on to the next Hi, Broads. I'm a longtime listener and fan of yours. Um, So thanks for everything that you do. And here is my question. So, um, and I'd like to remain anonymous. Um, But so I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself into the future here. But basically, I lived the past year in New York with one of my best girlfriends from college. Um, It was a super fun time. Always wanted to live here. And it was really great to experience that together. Um, And we're really, really close. And now I'm moving back to the Midwest to move in with my boyfriend, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, And it's a big deal for me and my relationship. I've never lived with somebody before. And this friend of mine who I'm living with now, she really hasn't shown a lot of like excitement for me and my relationship with the future moving forward. Um, And I thought that maybe it wasn't Uh, personal and that like she's been having some struggles with dating that like maybe she just really didn't want to think about that because she's been having a hard time but then she um, was talking about how excited she was for one of our mutual friends about like her and her relationship and like how she might get engaged soon and stuff but she really hasn't like said anything to me supportively about me moving back she's actually got kind of upset with me when I told her I was leaving and so um so basically I just like I don't really know what to make of that I don't know if it's something against me or not and she seems to like him when they've spent time together so I don't totally get it but anyway so getting ahead of myself is um she's sort of a friend that I would have thought would maybe be like a bridesmaid in my wedding one day um we're very close and have been for a long time but because of the lack of support of my relationship over the course of the last year I'm kind of like reconsidering that not that I need to decide right now but I'm sort of curious your thoughts about like a good friend who isn't really supportive of your relationship and if they should be in your wedding or not what do you think all right love you brads chat soon I'm not gonna lie I rolled my eyes a little bit during that audio message okay tell me why I did because I mean one it's not anything against you if anything it's probably because she loves you and she's probably if she's if if she loves you, if she likes the boyfriend, I mean, I would guess, yeah, there's probably something that she doesn't like love about the relationship or situation or you moving or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say my thought is right away like, oh, you're living with her and she probably loves living with you. And now she doesn't want you to go yeah. elsewhere because now her life's going to change yeah. and she doesn't want to lose you yeah. in that way. Or she feels like even if she likes your, your fiance, yeah. like maybe that she just feels like. He's taken her away, you away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also had, I've had close friendships where, um, like, liked him, love, you know, she's my best friend, love her. Um, but I, for whatever my reasons were, felt like they shouldn't be getting married. Like, not like it's my call to make, but I was sort of like, I don't feel like this is like the best move for you. Mm -hmm. And I did actually even express that, which I probably shouldn't have. It was none of my business. But I was just like, I don't feel like you, I don't feel like this is like in, I don't know. I don't know if this is the best choice, but I was still, I was still one of her maids of honor. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You know, yeah. you, when you when you really love someone, you're going to have even stronger opinions about the choices they make. I think that if you love her, but you're considering not making her a part of your wedding because she's not supportive, like, I don't know. I just think like, if you love, if you love her, if she's one of your best friends, like that, it is what it is. She's yeah. not, she's not, she's literally not 
I mean, this is just my perspective, where she's not even saying anything. You are just like sort of picking up on a vibe yeah, versus say, the way she I'd, acted with the I'd other friends. I'd be friend. curious if there was ever any like specific scenarios where she said something that was like offensive. It doesn't seem like that. She just said she noticed that she seemed supportive of her other friend's engagement right. and not so much of hers. So yeah, it might. My thing is always this. Something I'm really that I, I feel like I'm much better at now because I've made so many mistakes in the past with it. Um, I've always felt like I was pretty good about communicating in my sexual relationships and not in my friendships. I would just make totally. a lot of assumptions off of vibes yeah. from people. <laughs> and, you know, this specific broad, not 100% sure like what your personality is like. But if you are someone who is sensitive and picks up on energy, I know for myself, I'll use my mom and I, for example, my mom, I know this woman. I've known her since the day I was born. I always read her energy wrong because I'm sensitive and she's kind of this Taurus who just moves through the world in a different way than I do. And so I always think she's irritated with me, uh -huh. frustrated with me. And we always get into fights because I'm just like, well, I know that you don't like what I'm doing right, right. now. And she's like, what are you talking she's like, I, about? She's like, I'm literally only concerned with what's going on in my life right, right now. <laughs> exactly. And she'll have conversations with me where she'll literally be talking about like, oh my God, did you, like, she'll be acting, in my opinion, kind of coarse with me yeah. and then be talking about, did you see how wonderful and bring up some other kid we grew uh -huh. up with, how their success and, then you're and their like, children. She's not proud of me. Yes. And I read into all this stuff and it's not even on her radar. So this broad might also be, you might, she might not even have a problem with anything. Sounds like she's bummed you're moving. Sure. It might be bummed you're moving. It might be like, don't think you guys are ready to move in together yet. That might be her personal opinion with you and your boyfriend, or it's nothing. And she's just existing with you. And she's not super like, yay, whatever. It's so important to communicate in friendships. Oh, why don't you just ask? I think like, you, you gotta ask. You don't, you don't, okay, don't do this though. Yeah. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Don't do <laughs> this. Don't be like, are you like so, like I've noticed you're not very supportive of my relationship no. or like you don't That's seem That's not very, gonna go well. You don't seem like very happy for me or you don't seem like very pleased that I'm moving. No, 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 just don't, don't say that. You can honestly just ask straightforwardly, in my opinion, and just be like, so like when if it just comes up while you guys are drinking wine or whatever, like- I don't know, like, what are you, we're in this, like, new chapter of our lives. Like, what are your thoughts on me, like, moving and, like, getting married and all of that? Like, yeah. I, I, like, you're my, you're my bestie. I want to, like, hear, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. And then that opens the door if she's, like, honestly, you know, then you've got that. And then, then you know. <laughs> but and then otherwise she might be, like, you know, I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm sad that you're moving and whatever. You know, like, you don't, you don't know. You also could then firmly get your answer to the question of having her in the wedding. Like, you could ask that question and she could give you an answer that does not make you happy. Right. And then you'll be like, I don't want that energy around right. me. Right. But you're talking about not bringing her to the wedding because you think that she doesn't yeah. no. support. You also, have to, you have to bring it up yeah. to her. And completely agree in the way that you're in the way that you're referring to like not an accusatory way don't do it in a confrontation no. just like casually bring no. it up like we're dip, we're move you know there's Glass so many transitions together. and even if it isn't in a like a more vulnerable way like hey i love you and like i'm about to make this huge step with such and such and move in with him i've never asked you like what are if you really want to know you can open the door and be like i've never asked you but like i love you so much like what are your thoughts about us together and us moving in I mean, you're opening the door to potentially her saying what she might not like. But if you really, if that's the feeling that you're getting and you really want to know, then yeah. you can ask it. Yeah. Also, it sounds like in this case, like not being supportive is like, I guess not 
like verbally gushing about the thing, which is like, wait, I'm sorry. Did she say she's engaged or no? No, she's moving in. Well, that's different. I'm like, okay, if she's not engaged, I also want to just throw that in there. Of Like, that's different. If my friend's moving in with my boyfriend with peace and love, I'm not like, oh, my God. I just I don't I just like the way my brain is wired. I'm not like, oh, my God. I'm just like, whoa, that's a big step. You know, like, it's not it, it just culturally for me it's different than someone getting a ring you know and then you're like ah like you know I don't know it's just like I've had friends who make I know they're big life transitions but I never even thought to like verbally affirm that decision it's just like when it's one of those traditional things like being pregnant or getting a ring on your finger where you're like ow you know like it's that's the other thing there's like differences in ways people approach those kind of life steps yeah and and I mean the thing is, too, I think it is really important, like in your joy and excitement of moving in with your boyfriend. I think it is really important then when you're having those moments to give her the benefit of the doubt, even if you even if you're not mm. even if you're not um, going to bring this up to her because you don't want to broach that giving her the benefit of the doubt that you're having this really exciting time in your life you said that she's been struggling with dating. Right. And maybe really focus on like, wow, I'm probably really important to this person. Like when she's having a tough time dating, she knows she's going to come home at night and I'll be there. Yeah. And now she's going to lose that. And it's probably almost to her feels like a breakup. Even if you guys are staying really close friends that at nighttime, there's a very different energy with staying friends with someone versus having a roommate where you have someone to come home to who you love every single night and you feel supported by, especially if you're struggling in romantic relationships, if you want one, she is your therapist. She is your clinical psychologist. Yeah. I mean, you are you, that's how she feels. And yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it probably, it probably to a certain extent feels like a breakup to her. And even if, you know, from your perspective, because you're like, yeah, this is what's best for me in my life to to move on. It doesn't mean from her perspective that it doesn't feel even if she is happy for you deep down that it doesn't feel like a breakup a little bit. Dude, of- the, that happened with our I was just couldn't help but think about our nanny who um, moved across the country with a new boyfriend like last month. Mm-hmm. And I was salty as fuck because I'm like, <laughs> you're leaving us and we yeah. love you. Yeah. It's not like I don't support her life transitions. And now she's doing great and thriving in her new place and I'm so happy for her but at the time yeah I was salty because I'm just like damn this is inconvenient for me we're selfish people you know a thousand percent if my mom were to find the love of her life in New York if my mom and her boyfriend were to decide that they were going to move elsewhere I would probably not be a super like warm because I'll, supportive. Yeah, I would probably be salty too. I'd be yeah. like, I would do my best to be like so happy for you guys, but I'd be like, oh my god, now I don't have you around when like right. I need like a shoulder to cry on. Like I don't have help with Ember. Yeah. Like I'm so happy that you're in love and that you're doing this, but at the same time, like you know, we're it selfish hurts. people. We're yeah. selfish. Yeah. You got it, girl. Just, I would suggest. Just, also, we're we support you. We support I'm glad you. you're in this period of your life that you're excited about. Yes. Excited for so you. So happy that you have found like your love and that you're moving in and it's exciting. And let that excitement. Don't let someone else's reaction to your joy yeah. change your feelings about the joy. Like soak in that joy. It's amazing. Sorry, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay. Ooh. Hey broads, I have a question that's a little different than, you know, relationship advice. It's more of a career change. Looking for advice here. So 
I currently have a job for a software company, uh, my woman in tech, shout out. It's a great job. I don't really have complaints except, you know, I sit behind a desk all day. Um, so I have this itch. I've had it for years that I just kind of want to quit everything and start my flower farm because that's just a really heavy passion slash hobby of mine. Um, I've got two kids and we have our own little homestead, like an extensive garden, chickens, bunnies, you know, Becca copied me clearly, but it's okay. <laughs> I did. Um, so, you know, it's a big passion of mine and I just struggle with taking the leap to do it. Um, it's my son in the background. Um, cause currently, you know, my husband and I share equal financial responsibility and I just struggle with the fear of starting a new business and, um, and for more background, you know, I, I grew up on a farm. I know what it takes. I'm, I'm no stranger to the process of, of producing, uh, herbs and flowers and such. So I don't know. I, I just, I just struggle, I guess also because there's nothing wrong with my current job. If I hated my job now, this would be easy, but since I don't, it's, it's just so much harder. And, um, I, I just know I don't want to do this forever. I know that for a fact. And I just struggle with, you know, just throwing everything and doing my own thing. And my husband's really supportive. It's, it's more me that's trying to be realistic. Um, so, you know, I've got two kiddos and I don't want to disappoint my family and put us in a bad spot, but I think it would do well, you know, like I have high hopes for my farm model and I just want some advice from you business broads. Like, what do you think, like the reality of owning a business, which I understand is so hard. I, I know that, um, versus, you know, sticking to my nine to five. What do you think? All right. Turn it off. Turn it off. Life is too short to be realistic, <laughs> bitch. Feel the fear and do it anyway. You answer your own question. You want to do it. It's calling mm -hmm. you. You're now at the point you seem like a, you know, careful, cautious person, but you're now at the point where you're descending into a podcast asking us what you want is you're looking for someone to affirm you and tell you to go for it. You are the only person who can give yourself the green light. And I know inside that flame is already burning to do it. You don't you you are fine with the job you're at. You don't love it. Life is too short for that. Obviously, you need financial security but you have this dream you have this passion there's no time like the present fucking go for it and guess what if it doesn't work you I'm sure you can I mean I know I know it's never this simple but like you always have you have this job you have this experience in this career path if push comes to shove you can always go back to that career path it might not be an easy or simple thing but you're you're never gonna be like you know you can you, you do it try it yes Yes. Right. And on top of everything, too, like like you were saying, clearly you sound like a, a cautious person. So you've thought through everything and this feeling isn't going to go away. It's not no. something that's not going to keep you up. No, it's going to eat away at your joy. Yeah. And I think I think like you were saying, it's, it's so important, of course, especially with the kids to make sure that like there's a the financial stability. But if especially your partner is on board with it, too, and is supportive you know, it is having like owning your own business. This is like it's a full time, full time gig. So like you have to know going in, it is going to take a lot of work. It's not going to be 
probably easy and smooth at first. There's going to be bumpy roads. But what you have to think about, like every night before you go to bed and wake up to go to your current job, will you regret this for the rest of your life? I know it's not fun to like think about like, I know it's not fun to think this way, but it is true. Like if you fail at it, if it doesn't work out, if it tanks, one You'll be okay. I promise you, you'll be okay. And Gray hates when I say this. He hates when I say this, but I'm like, we will be okay. If we have to move into a fucking apartment, you know, a tiny one bedroom, that sucks. But people do it. Like, we, if we could do it, like, we'd be okay. Like, if it fails, if it tanks, that sucks. You will be okay. You have your family, like, and and you can rise up again, but at least you know that you've tried. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to like brush away the real the real obstacles and real challenges that come with coming to uh, owning a business, mm-hmm. having a business fail. So don't nobody try to spin it in that way. I'm just saying, like when you have that call inside you, I believe you have to answer it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to end up with a multi million dollar business. It might not even work out in the long run. But it's about answering that call and like being true to who you are and what you need to do. And I feel like you know what you need to do right now for your spirit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is too, it's like if you are kind of operating in this place where you're like, I feel. I just feel like I can't fully relax because of like the financial stability. There are ways in which, you know, again, I don't know like what the income is coming in, but there are ways in which you can try to prepare for then jumping into that. Like you can see, again, I don't know if this is possible for you, but you can see if you all can, you know, just live off of your husband's income Mm -hmm. for the next couple months and then just save and you stay with the women's um, in tech and, you know, stay for the next couple months and fully save that money for when you're starting your new business venture Aww. and the farm that like, you know, that you have that nest egg and that you can kind of relax. It might take having to say no to, you know, certain coffees and uh-huh. certain dinners out and take out and whatever it might be. And it might you might have to, you know, strap down for a little bit. But then that feels good to have that kind of support, have that like nest egg uh you know, kind of under your belt, if that's if that's a possibility for you, that's, so you can feel yeah. safe, kind of stepping into something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's and a good I don't call. know either too. Like what, I don't know what the flower I, farm I business not, entails. Yeah, I was gonna say I do <laughs> not know what the farm business entails, and I, it sounds like it's a twenty four seven type of situation. But if there is a way that you're able to soft launch something where you're still able to do something part time and also do that, there's I think there's probably a couple ways that you can kind of wade into it to feel a little more stable. And it might mean having to quit the job that you're in, but maybe there's some freelance stuff that you can continue to do um, to try to make some income as you're like, I think that's a good idea. I I like your first idea of like making a six month plan or something and be like, Hey, Hey, here's how, you know, making a plan too. So maybe you don't have to take out like loans or something to start the business. That way you're not, you know, like in the red, if something doesn't work out and it's, I don't know, just kind of like trying to figure out that kind of, she knows what she's doing, which she's in some tech, something important. I know you sound like a smart person. (laughs) And also I feel like what she said, like her husband's super supportive. Like it sounds like, if, especially if they're both making the income, it sounds like he believes in her too, right? Where he's like, yeah. girl, go for it. Yeah. Don't worry about disappointing them either. The only person you're going to disappoint is yourself if you don't do it. And yeah. And look back and, and have regrets. Having a partner who is supportive of a dream like that is so huge yeah. and unfortunately rare. 
Mm. So it's definitely something I'm like, if you have it, I would tap into that. Yeah. For sure. Do it. For sure. Jump in. Jump in. One last one? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, wrapping it up with what looks like some head. Hi, Broads. Um, love your podcast. You love head? both of you. Um, I wanted to write in, or I guess talk in, about my boyfriend. Um, we've been together for five years. He's an amazing partner. Love him to absolute death. Um but the thing is, is that he yeah. hasn't eaten me out in three years, probably. When we first got together, he was always down for it. He actually went down on me before I went down on him. Um, but then somehow over the last five years, that's changed. Um, and it's been, like I mentioned, three years since he's gone down on me. Um, I take care of myself. I'm a clean person. Uh I shower every day, um, but it just never really seems to be something that he's interested in doing. Um, I have kind of hinted at it to him before. I'll like mention it in passing, but when it comes down to it, he's just not going down there and I don't want to like shove his head down there, you know, but it just kind of seems like a double standard that I'll go down on him, but then he won't go down on me. So I'm just wondering if you guys have ever experienced anything like this. Um, if you have any advice on how to encourage him or how to even approach this conversation. Uh, thanks in advance. Love you guys. And thanks for an amazing podcast always. Oh, thank you. Becca? I know you, you have your thoughts on this. Well, no, I know you don't have thoughts on this in particular, but we've had thoughts before on this topic. Oh, related topic. The, yes. Related. The, topic, the topic of going down in general has always been an, uh, an interesting one to me where, you know, when people are like, if they won't, if he won't eat you out, if he won't eat you out, you know, dump him. But I'm like, some some women don't imagine if a guy said that if she doesn't suck my dick, dump th- that's her. That's my thing. It's a little bit like like, hey, is this a double standard? It's a little bit like, um, you know, some people don't like to do certain sexual acts. And there's a very different energy between someone who's just like, no, fuck that. I oh, only yeah, get totally. mine versus like, I, I don't like to do that. And yeah. I think a lot of specifically women will not enjoy doing that and will do it because it's they yeah. feel like these these pressures the pressure. and sometimes i go no you don't have to do it if you don't oh, like yeah, to do God, it totally. you don't have to do it this is very different i no, think it's different this is and, and this is not the energy broad that you no, are giving no no no, at no, no, all, no, no, at no, all. no no but i've had thoughts about that in a different yeah different situation yeah. before well i think i mean i think how I would approach it, which this might not be how your relationship works. I think I would just be like, I think I would just like bring it up. Like if we're just like chilling or doing something like I wouldn't say about me, I'd just be like, so like, I feel like I've never asked you this before. Like, do you, do you like eating girls out or like, no, Mm. I would just say that. Yeah. And you'd be like, "Uh, I'm not really into it. What do you do if he says yes? I'd be like, oh, I feel like you haven't done that in a while. Like, what the fuck <laughs> I feel like you haven't done that in a while do you like do you like going down on me and if you're just like no then you're like okay why follow up mm-hmm. question I don't know just like I, I don't know I would just bring it up that way I'd be like mm-hmm. do you I would just ask in general I'd be like do you I've never asked you this do you like going down on girls like because if I mean it's kind of like you said if she doesn't like sucking dick then don't do it yeah 
<laughs> also, too, you know, I'm a little bit like if it's feeling like if it if when you're having uh, intercourse with him, you are feeling that double standard energy, like where you're like, he's not going down on me. I don't feel like I want to go down on him. I'd be like, first of all, you don't have to go down on him. Right. You yeah, don't have no, to. Then, totally. then, so that you're not like living in that feeling of like that, like, oh, I feel like this is kind of a double standard. Right. Like, if that's existing, you know, especially since he used to do it frequently. And like you said, he went down on you before you ever went down on him. And then that's shifted. I completely understand why that would bother you. That would really bother me, too. I'd be like, what's going on? I don't get it. Just like. All the answers, I feel like, always are communication is so important and it's going to be it might be a really awkward conversation, like it might be very awkward, but I do think that you it's going to and you're it's going to feel very vulnerable, too. So you're going to have to stretch yourself in that way. But I know you said you were hinting at it. I think it's in. I if I were you, I would I would sit. If, if this was happening with Evan and I, I would sit Evan down and I would say, "Hey, I have to be honest with you. Like, I I like when you go down on me, and I I really miss it. And I've been trying to hint kind of about it. And I I'm going to be direct with you now, though. I would like you to go down but on what me. What if he feels on? Oh yeah. Well, and if he feels uncomfortable, then you can leave that. If all of a sudden you're dealing with somebody who was maybe felt like he needed to go down. Right, and then, right. That's kind of what I was wondering. Right. And then he's he's not he's not into it. I think you just have to have yourself open for a line of communication that it might be an uncomfortable answer. Well, it can also be mental and emotional, too. So it can totally. it can literally be like if, if someone goes down, like I've had this situation before, like someone, you know, doing a specific sexual act and then you respond to it in a certain way mm-hmm. and then they are feel self-conscious about that experience and are like oh I got like negative feedback from this and now I feel very self-conscious and I feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable because like I don't want to like do something wrong and feel like shame totally he might he might be it might be something as as standard as this maybe and I don't know what it looks like in your bedroom maybe he's noticed that you don't, and I don't, again, I don't know if this is the case, but let's just say you don't get off. Right. You don't orgasm from he, him going he down. Think, yeah. And maybe he has is self-conscious in his own head going, oh, every time I go down on her, she never has an orgasm. Yeah. But when I do this move, she does. Right. So maybe she doesn't like this as yeah, much. I'm, I'm going to go. Maybe I'm not that good at it. Right. And I'm thinking maybe I'm not good at it. I'm going to go to my go-to moves that make me feel safe and comfortable yeah. where she's going to have an orgasm and seems to feel pleasure and those are going to be my moves. And it yeah. might be 100% that he's in his own head thinking he might not be good at I it. I think if I was with a guy and he like never had an orgasm from me going down on him, I think that I would probably internalize that and be like, oh, he totally. doesn't like love this. So yeah. I'll or just, like, I'm not you know, very, I'm not, I'm not great that good at, at it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That could be a pretty normal thing. I, I remember there was when I was briefly dating and this was brief. It wasn't even long term when I was briefly dating this one guy. It was like. When I would go down, he wouldn't orgasm and it like never happened. So I, I, I genuinely stopped doing it. And it wasn't even like where I was like deep in my head. I was like, oh, this works. This seems to work for him. He likes this more. Exactly. So I will do this thing that he likes more and more frequently. I didn't communicate with him. Maybe he loved getting head first and then moving into that. And that was more of a a lot of assumptions about 
and just categorizing things mm-hmm. without even thinking to communicate all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you could you could genuinely have yeah a, a conversation where it's it's like, you know, what do you like? Like you could even make it yeah in a way that feels like kind of sexual and foreplay where you're like, what is your favorite thing that I do to you in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like ask. And he's like, what's your favorite thing? I'm like, when you eat me out, which you haven't done in three <laughs> years. And then you burst into tears. <laughs> That's how my conversation would go. Right. <laughs> but like, maybe he doesn't know that how much you love it. And maybe right. he doesn't know that he you like when he does it. So then if I'm you confused. say like, I love like, when you do that. I'm confused. Like, has she not asked during sex? Like, no, I don't mean this in a shameful way, but I'm when you say hint, like, what about just being like, oh, would you eat me out right now? Like during sex? Is that not? I'm curious. Maybe like, not. That not. I know for myself, years? I can get super uncomfortable in the bedroom asking for specific things. Sure. I do much better outside of the bedroom. <laughs> I do. Someone around way better being like in a in a conversation over like some dinner and a glass of wine that gets kind of sexy when I'm like well I kind of oh, like right, right, this right 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 no I think it's just better in general to have conversations but when I'm in the, the bedroom, bedroom. I, like I've always had a hard time vocalizing like can you please do this it's very vulnerable I get shy I get really shy like I, th- I get very shy I think I only started doing it in the last like I would say more recently like in the last few years because but it's actually come from a point of anger of like processing through <laughs> yeah. shit. No, I'm being serious. of like processing through shit and be yeah. like, fuck this. I've done like so much for the fucking stupid men in my life. Yeah, I'm totally. fucking over this. Like, no, you do this, you do this, you do this. This is what I want. Um, which there needs to be a balance, obviously. But um, no, I think to have a good conversation, unless it's something that you frequently do in the bedroom, which obviously there's a communication issue here. So it's not, it doesn't seem like you're doing that frequently. It's better to just have the conversations outside of any kind of sexual interaction outside of foreplay outside of all of that because it's really vulnerable and emotions are so heightened and feelings can get so hurt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely but communication it's always good and again just like in our with the last being aware of how you frame it yeah if you say you never go down on me he'll probably get defensive which obviously I get that that's his thing, but if you want to have like a productive conversation, it might be good to, like you were saying, ask if he enjoys going down um, on women or ask, you know, what you, what he likes that you do. And then, you know, have a little switcheroo or just if you feel comfortable being super vulnerable and blatant about it and saying like, Hey, I'd really like if you do this, are you comfortable doing this? Mm -hmm. Because I know you used to, and and I and I miss it. It's okay. I know it's 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 tough and it can be like I said, I get really shy about it. I have to hide my face sometimes. <laughs> I'll literally just be like, Can you please do this? I really like when you do this because I just get super shy. Super vulnerable. Yeah. But Hey Bobs. Well, we hope that our doctoral, <laughs> our doctorate advice was of Wait, some us, benefit. I want her to give us an update. I actually really would like to hear one if she feels so inclined. Please, if any of you have updates, oh my God, we I always hear love an update. All of these. I know. I, I know. Hear, I want to hear updates about Bar Guy. I want to hear updates about Bridesmaid. I want to hear updates about... Farm. Farm? I want to hear updates about, you know... Going down. Yeah. So please, if we ever answer one of your questions and you feel so inclined to give us an update, that would be so amazing. Ask the broads at gmail.com. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you on Thursday, the bros on Friday. And remember, next week, Bachelor starts. Ding, 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 ding.
So exciting. We love you all. Chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.